Hey garden friends, it's a actually very lovely evening here in Texas. We've had low humidity the last few days. We got a cool front come through, which honestly, it makes me feel like it's late September. Like it's hot, but we just had our first cool front of the fall. So, and you can get a taste of like what's coming in October. Unfortunately, it's June. We are months away from that feeling, um, but as I might have mentioned in the past, I really like the heat, so I'm okay with it, though it is very nice to not have the humidity for once. So on Tuesday, I was outside and dripping in sweat and just sticky all over. It was just pretty unbearable, but yesterday and today have been hot but very pleasant. There's no dripping in sweat the moment you step outside. And it's been a few weeks since we've chatted. I think from my last solo episode was three weeks ago. And then I had my big thicket episode. And then last week I took the week off because of everything that was, that's been going on. I felt it was just the right thing to do. And I announced that on social media, but I didn't obviously share on the podcast. So if you're not on Instagram, you might not have seen that. But here I am again. I'm also trying to think of different titles for these instead of quarantine because it's not so much quarantine anymore, though cases here in Texas and many other states are, are rapidly on the rise um, you know, due to reopening a few weeks ago. So maybe it is quarantine still. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, there's, you know, talk about everybody kind of going back to my office here next month, or at least, you know, the ones who can, you know, who, who aren't having, don't have kids at home that they have to watch. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be such a good idea. So I guess we'll have to see, um, I guess, but let's, let's not talk too much coronavirus. Let's talk gardening. I have a whole list of things and I should have written them down. So I will probably have to, I'm sure if I get something and I'll add it on to next week, but yeah, I'm out here in the garden. Um, since the last time I've talked, it's it's full-on summer I ended up getting some more mulch which was great I was able to finish mulching some of the beds and add a little bit to the a couple beds in the garden edible garden so that looks a lot nicer hopefully to keep the weeds down in some of those spots uh, again and I actually kind of got caught up on weeding mostly uh, in the flower garden and on the in the edible garden except for the path the garden path is pretty bad and that's what I'm working on tonight and I need to probably tackle that heavily this coming weekend uh, I've been kind of not doing so much this last week this is what our, our weeks have been since coronavirus so we've been taking a weekend off and then we'll go do a hike on one day for a weekend um, and then the next weekend weekend off which has been it's been a good rotation um, for us we get out a little bit but then we get to you know come home come home and do some things and even though we are you know home during the week most of the time these days we're still working we still have things to do we, you know have a kid uh, you know try to entertain and keep busy and things like that so it's not like we're necessarily being able to everything that we would do on a weekend during the week either so I'm sure many of you guys can relate to that you're home but you still have lots of other things you're having to do. So the weekends are still almost a weekend. So I did the mulch. Uh, the garden, the flower garden is starting to fill in pretty good. 
I mentioned the deer not being around so much, but they're starting to come back. I think they, they've rotated around to coming back to the garden. Plus, it seems like in the last two weeks, a lot of the fawns have been born. And at first I hadn't seen very many, but I've been riding my bike around the neighborhoods and I'm finally seeing more of them. So there are more babies to be, to be fed and mamas need to keep their milk supply up. So uh, I don't know, they're coming to my garden and eating plants and I'm not very happy about that. Um, that's been annoying. Uh, the vegetable garden is actually coming along pretty well. We're starting to get cucumbers. The blackberries are um, pretty much, I'd say, peak this week. It's going to start tapering off here next week. So that's been nice. I have not had enough blackberries the last couple of years to do any kind of canning, which is I'm very sad about. So I'm still kind of, I'm still working through some blackberry jam from four, three years ago. Um, and after that, I, we need to really, well, what happened is the garden is in our, in our low spot. And so over the years, just with a lot of the flooding that we've had in the last several years has just kind of put a damper on, on, on the blackberries. It's killed off some of the vines. So we don't have nearly the amount of vines we used to. So we don't get the production that we used to. But uh, I would like to get new vines to fill in those gaps this coming year. And I kind of figure out when we need to do that. If it should be the fall or we should wait till next spring. Um, I can't remember when we bought them the first time. So I need to look into that. Um, so we get cucumbers and blackberries. Green beans. We have a different varieties of pole beans. I know we planted Kentucky Wonder. And then a couple other varieties. Like maybe rattlesnake pole, I'm not sure, but one's one's purple, and the others are kind of that um, purple splotchy, you know, light grayish brown color, and those are coming in. Tomatoes, I have lots of tomatoes on the on the plants, but nothing's ripening yet. And I feel like I could never, I don't think I've ever had a consistent year of tomatoes since I've lived in Houston. Like the first year we were at the community garden, we were getting tomatoes in early May, mid-May. I mean, just bukus of them. And then, you know, here has been sporadic. Like sometimes we had some in May, sometimes in June, then sometimes in years, I just haven't had very good success. Um, this year, you know, it's going to be a moderate year. I might be able to can a few things. I don't, but it's not going to be a big canning year for sure. So that's good and bad. <laughs> good because I don't have to sit in the kitchen and canning and peeling tomatoes and getting all that done, but bad because I won't have canned tomatoes. Um, so we're working on that. And then this is new to me this year. You know, I've had the odd hornworm or two on my tomatoes before, and they've really, honestly, I have not, knock on wood here, not seen a lot of damage from hornworms that I've seen other people do. Well, this year I noticed some of them being damaged and so naturally I'm looking for hornworms. Well instead I found all of these teeny tiny caterpillars and I finally identified them as yellow striped armyworms. <laughs> I have never had that problem on my tomatoes before but apparently it's a thing. I don't know if anybody else listening has had that problem but um, and normally I am pretty hands-off. I don't we don't well I don't spray uh, even organic stuff. My husband would <laughs> if it was a problem. Uh, uh, anyway, so I don't do that. Um, 
And normally, like the hornworm, I would just relocate it. But these were doing far more damage than a hornworm. So I ended up, uh, I, I picked them off and then <laughs> I know they eat other things and they're not so specific. I just dropped them in the middle of my yard and I was like, well, if you guys can find something else to eat, good for you. If you don't, well, sorry. So that was my, my answer to that. I think they seem like they have tapered off, but, and it was really relegated to only just a couple plants. So I wanted to keep on track of that. I've been looking around to make sure no more were, were being, uh, that I was missing anymore. But it was very, I was very like glad I got those and it was just, it was a new to me thing. I've never seen that happen before. I hope it's not going to become a problem in the future either. What else is going on out there in the edible garden? Oh, basil is doing really well. I only have one pepper vine, pepper plant out of the peppers that I ended up planting, which is a little bit of a bummer, but um, the one I have is doing well. Pumpkins. I have pumpkins that actually were, I called compost pumpkins. They were pumpkins left over from Halloween that obviously went in the compost and sprouted and I transplanted them over and they are doing really well and I thought I was gonna have at least two fruits and they were doing well and then the fruits um, just went soft I don't know they really weren't pollinated or or what the deal was but they were getting big enough where it looked like they were it was gonna set um, but they didn't set so I'm a little sad about that but I think I think eventually we'll get a couple of them uh, couple of them growing well um, I'm very happy about that I guess it's the big stuff my roselle is starting to grow well and oh finally on the rue I had so I planted rue a couple years ago because we have citrus trees and the giant swallowtail butterflies will lay eggs on them and it's it's one of the hosts that the they use and we, did, we don't ha we didn't really have any other native plants that they would use and so I found that rue was something they would use and so I bought a couple plants at the nursery and that those that has really done well and actually now I have some seeds out there I should probably start some more so it was really kind of like a way to attract them to something else and then also if I found caterpillars on the citrus I could relocate them because they do defoliate the citrus pretty well and sure enough I actually watched a female ovipositing eggs uh, a couple weeks ago which was so exciting I only found two or three eggs and so that could have been more but I've only found and I found I've seen two caterpillars so I've been keeping an eye on them and they're I think I thought I'm gonna estimate about a second instar right now so I'm really excited to see that I actually thought about raising them but I'm just kind of not in the mood at the moment to deal with that so I'm not going to do that but I'm gonna keep an eye on them. Maybe if I can find, if I watch them and I see where they pupate, I will maybe bring the chrysalis into the cage. That way we can watch it uh, eclose, my son and I. Maybe it'll be his <laughs> part of his science experiment. Uh, well, speaking of that, we actually found some sort of weird eggs on one of the green beans that we harvested. So we did put it in a jar with a uh, like a sprouting lid so it has air on the top it's uh this plastic lid with little like grates on it and i put that on there and uh they did come they did hatch some of them this morning they're really tiny i'm not sure what they are i'm gonna leave them in there for another day or two and see if i can figure out what they are before i let them loose um, not letting them loose out by the beans again <laughs> But uh, that was kind of an interesting thing. I actually was thinking they could be caterpillars, but they're definitely not. 
So I do know that the long-tailed skippers will use beans as uh, their host plant. Uh, they're the bean leaf rollers. And I've seen caterpillars on them before. And I, do, I don't usually pick them off because they're too cute. And they are really beautiful butterflies. <laughs> so, but they're not here yet. I have not seen those yet. This episode's getting a little bit long for uh, my, my quarantine garden journal stuff. But I did want to mention I had talked about using the green milkweed from a uh, lot around the block from me that had a beautiful feel of it. Well, probably about two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago now, I noticed somebody had mowed it. So warning signs were going off. This was the plants were about to go to seed. Um, they were setting setting pods, and I was we were gonna I was gonna collect them so we could try to grow some more. So they got mowed. I know there were caterpillars on them. I know because butterflies were still bought, were still uh, visiting. So I was really upset. And then about five days later, I rode my bike again, and there's a first sale sign on the lot. So I knew I knew this was coming. It was still very disheartening. They want way too much money for what the lot is and what people are asking around here was reality and reality selling so that's my only hope is that it won't sell for many more years because they're asking too much but it has spurred us to be better about our own right-of-way and to actually get it into something similar so my husband we've had a bunch of milkweed seeds already very variety of native ones uh, I think speciosa and beardus and Particulata, but we are trying to. My husband sowed a bunch of those. We're stratifying a few more. Um, we're really just that's our goal is to get that that right away better, um, more pollinator friendly. Not a milk, not only milkweed but nectar plants as well. So a few years ago, he did a little mild controlled burn up there, and we did have a really great wildflower year that next summer or that next spring, but. Uh, been lazy about that the last few years. We need to mow it short, burn it this fall, seed everything um, to kind of get the grass competition out of that way. And I think maybe next year or two we can get us a good wildflower patch there. At least that's a hope, but all of that was an impetus to that I can't rely on that patch anymore. I've got to really get my <laughs> button gear for something else. Anyway, this episode is running 15 minutes already and I like to keep them kind of short for you guys. So I will save my rambling thoughts for other items for next time. And then in the meantime, um, I'm trying to share stuff on uh, Instagram, Garden Path Podcast, um, also on Oceanic Wilderness uh, on Instagram. So I've been sharing things there. I blog at oceanicwilderness.com several times a week been writing a lot about our hikes there recently so uh, if you'd like to pop over and say hi uh, go do that all right hope you guys have a wonderful weekend